first coming attractions. Before you go out and spend money on that new movie or digital media, make sure to listen to the entire show right here on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. We'll take you behind the scenes, interview celebrities, and review new movies, TV shows, and digital releases. Now, here are your hosts from Kids First Coming Attractions. Welcome to Kids First Coming Attractions. I'm your host, Ethan Kirsten from the Sunshine State of Florida, and today we'll be talking about Luck, 13 Lives, Gabby Giffords Won't Back Down, and 13 The Musical. Right now, we will be listening to Micah, Heather, and Madeline's review on Luck. Hey guys, how are you guys doing? Good. So, let's get this started. Uh, Micah, what is this movie about? So, Luck is about a foster girl named Sam who just recently turned 18 and never found her forever home. So her whole entire life has just been bad luck. And she just feels like she's just doomed to a life of one misfortune, misfortune event after another and another. So while she's at the foster um, care, she forms a close bond with a young foster kid named Hazel, who reminds her a lot of herself. So she really wants to give Hazel a life much more fortunate than her own, even if it means sacrificing her own happiness. So as she's very feeling very down and feeling like all is lost, she meets this black cat, um, which is kind of ironic since usually black cats mean bad luck. But this black cat named Bob, he can talk. So she ends up following and falling into the land of luck with Bob. And while she's there, she tries to see if she can gather some luck for her and Hazel and turn their lives around. And you were, you were um, talking about a lot of characters, and I've also seen some glimpses about it. Like, there's a lot of characters. So, Heather, if you were to have a favorite character, what would it be? Because I've seen there's, like, a lot of them. I love Bob. I think he's so adorable. I feel like Simon Pegg just really gave it his all with his accent, and I just love the cat. He's so sweet. Um, he's just like the really best character. I love the ending. He's so cute. I wish like I could just like pull him out of the story and just hug him. He's a cutie. He's definitely my favorite. And as Heather was mentioning about Simon Pegg, uh, there's a lot of really great actors that I've seen on the cast. So, um, sorry, Madeline, do you have a like favorite actor or maybe character? I love them all, but I gotta say. I do love Jerry. He's definitely my favorite because he's always happy. Okay, and I've also heard that this is a uh, really funny film. So, Heather, what what was like? What made this funny? And did you have like a favorite scene from it? Like Madeline was saying, Jerry. Jerry's really funny. I feel like he steals this, the show a lot. He's just really great. Um, but probably my favorite scene. I don't want to give it away but it would be a scene towards the end of the film with Bob and Sam at this little like restaurant bar kind of place. It's really cute. That one definitely has to be my favorite, but I don't want to talk about it more because it's a really big spoiler. (laughs) And Micah, did you take anything away from this film? And if so, what was it? Yeah, I think that there's definitely a huge message that people can take away. And I noticed it immediately. And I think the message of this film is that even if like things don't seem to be going your way or you have a lot of misfortune if you stay persistent and determined you can end up being resilient and 
take what life throws against you. And, and Madeline, where can we watch this movie and do you know what day it comes out? You can watch it in theaters and it comes out August 5th on um, Apple TV Plus. Okay, thank you. And Heather, what is your star what is your star rating for this film? I give it a five out of five stars. And Micah, what is your age recommendation for this film? I recommend Luck for ages five to 12, but the whole family can enjoy it. It's a really family-friendly film. Okay, thank you guys so much for speaking with me. Thank you. Thank you. You're listening to Kids First Coming Attractions. Today, we'll be talking about Luck, 13 Lives, Gabby Giffords Went Back Down, and 13 The Musical. Right now, we're gonna be switching over to our review with Sydney on 13 Lives. Hi, Sydney, how you doing? Hi, I'm great, how are you? I'm pretty good. So let's get this started. What is 13 Lives about? So 13 Lives is about the real journey of 12 boys and their soccer coach getting stuck in a cave in Thailand. So they wanted to visit the cave for fun. And then there was an approaching monsoon that flooded the entire cave. They were like miles into the cave, so they couldn't really get out and they were stuck. And there was a lot of problems, like they could run out of oxygen, they could starve to death. But since it was flooded, they had a lot of water, but it still was crazy that it was based on a true story. So you said this was based on a true story. Um, do you, like, was there anything that like made you kind of like, maybe it was like upsetting or maybe like discomforting because usually when I watch documentaries and there's like something sad about it, it's like, it, it makes it more sad knowing that this actually happened. So did you take anything away from that? Um, yeah, so a lot of people, over 5,000 people helped around the world. And it was a miracle that all the boys survived and their coach in the cave. But a couple people along the way died from that. And that was pretty heartbreaking to hear. But overall, it was a great story. And I think the whole entire world should hear it. And you mentioned it being a great story. Was there any parts that you had that were like your favorite? Yeah, so my favorite part is when farmers, they gave up their crops so water could flood from the cave and give the boys a better chance of surviving. It just took a lot of heroism and sacrifice. And I think that was such like a brave thing to do, especially in the time. And was this uh, like real life scenario back then or was it like this year? So it happened in the summer of 2018. It wasn't that long ago. So they came out with the movie pretty fast. Oh, okay. And then do you, do you think everything like matched the scenery? Because you said there was a farm. So do you think everything, it made everything look kind of like maybe what it would have looked like when it actually happened? Yeah. So um, the cave was really well built and the animation of like the water and all that stuff, it was set in Thailand and they really made it like humid and stuff but the way the production team and the director made it it made you feel like you were actually in the cave with the rescue workers so I think they did a great job on that part and when you mean like you were in the cave was it like kind of like the POV of someone or was it just like normal I mean it I think it was in third person there wasn't like a narrator or anything it was just kind of just really suspenseful and action-packed and it just showed the journey of like a lot of people helping like rescue workers navy seals doctors cave divers and all those people 
And if you were to think of a message, maybe the main message, what would you think it would be? I think the main message of this film is that working together is essential in order to get things done. And do you have like a favorite actor or do you know like how good they performed? Well, all the actors, some of them include like Colin Farrell, Viggo Martinson, Joel Edgerton, and Tom Bateman. They did really well. They were the rescue divers. But I really think the director, Ron Howard, he did a phenomenal job. Well, thank you for taking the time to speak with me. I have two last questions. What is your star rating and age recommendation for this film? So I give 13 Lives 5 out of 5 stars, and I recommend it for ages 12 to 18 plus adults. It's a really good story, but it has a lot of blood and stuff, so I would just recommend it for that ages. Well, thank you for taking the time to speak with me. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Let's take a break. I'm your host, Ethan Kirsten, from the Sunshine State of Florida, and you're listening to Kids First Coming Attraction. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. To become a Kids First film critic, visit our website to find out when the next audition takes place. We hold auditions throughout the year and are always looking for kids ages 8 to 18 that love movies, love talking about movies, and love the chance to meet the talent that works on movies. We invite kids who live in or near any major city in the U.S., Canada, or the U.K. This summer, join us at our Kids First Film Critic Boot Camp at Temple University, where you can learn how to critique films, how to interview celebrities, and how to set up a home studio for next to nothing. For more info, visit www.kidsfirst.org. Think you have what it takes to become a Kids First Film Critic? Register to audition and give yourself a chance to join the entertainment business as a young entertainment reporter hurry our auditions take place the first saturday of the month via skype help us help other kids make smart decisions about the movies they choose at kids first we believe that smart kids make smart consumers find out what's happening on the voice america talk radio network by keeping up with us on twitter you can find us at voice america trn are tuned into Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Shh! Turn your phone off. Another film review or celebrity interview is coming up. Hey, welcome back. I'm your host, Ethan Person from the Sunshine State of Florida, and you're listening to Kids First Coming Attractions. Today, we will be talking about Luck, 13 Lives, Gabby Giffords Won't Back Down, and 13 the Musical. Next up, we'll be listening to Ishan's review on Gabby Giffords Won't Back Down. Hey, Sean, how are you doing? Hey, Ethan. Great to be back. How are you? I'm pretty good. Um, so let's get this started. Once again, what is this film about? All right. So Gabby Giffords One Back Down is, well, about Gabby Giffords. And she's um, a senator who was shot through the head at point blank range um, at an Arizona Safeway back in like 2011. And it just follows her journey of how she essentially, so she had this thing called aphasia, which takes took away her ability to, to speak uh, and communicate. Um, and it's how she kind of relearns all of that and how she recuperates. And um, today she's championing, um, you know, a, a pretty popular, uh, or I guess it's a, it's, a, it's a cause that's at the forefront in the media. It's the part of the gun debate. Um, she's lobbying against gun violence um, and she's back and, and super powerful now. So it's just um, her kind of story of resilience and optimism. And this is a documentary, right? Yes. 
So you were talking about how she wasn't able to speak and communicate kind of. So can you give a little bit more of how maybe she like learned how to do that and how like maybe she got older? Sure. So that um, meeting that was in 2011, it was called Congress on Your Corner, and it was in Tucson. Um, that moment, that that one bullet would change her whole life. Um, she essentially went nearly vegetative. Um, she was flown over to my city, Houston, for treatment at the um, intensive trauma unit um, at Memorial Hermann, I believe. And um, basically her entire language ability was taken away. Her doctors weren't sure if she would ever speak again, but through really intensive uh, care, um, this like crazy uh, serious hospital regimen, she finally managed to get her ability to speak back. It's still, of course, not at 100%. Um, but it, the film documents it. Um, I mean, there are some kind of hard to watch scenes and you almost wonder at some points if, you know, it's, it's almost like manipulative to show this much of the journey. Um, but what makes it worth it is that um, laugh that you see at the end of the film, Gabby Giffords watching the footage of the documentary, watching her footage um, back from when she was in the hospital and just laughing and, and smiling at how far she's come on her journey. Um, but that's that's the whole thing. She uh, had to recuperate completely um, and it, the, the film kind of comes full circle. And this sounds like a really interesting film, but I want to hear your opinion on what you think maybe makes it different from the other documentaries. Because for some reason, there's been a lot of documentaries coming out about like people, maybe their downfalls. But this one seems really interesting. So I just want to hear what you think about it. This is a great question also because I'm trying to make a documentary right now and figure out how to make it interesting and unique. Um, but this one, I think, really is driven by Gifford's voice. It's... Um, very centric to her. I mean, she tells her own story a large part of the time, or it's people very dear to her, but the perspective is very clear, um, and it's it's really compelling. Um, some of her anecdotes that she shares, even in the kind of more laconic moments that when she's recovering, it's really endearing. Um, there's some bittersweet moments, um, but it, it adds to kind of the motivational quality of the film, um, and it's it, it really makes the, the documentary a more engaging watch. And did you think her acting on it was like really good because it's it might probably be hard to like act like you can't hear or like speak. So how do you think her acting was? Well, I mean, she really couldn't at one point, right? Um, and and it wasn't really acting so much. I mean, she's a she's a subject of a documentary, so she's giving these interviews in real time. Of course, they didn't interview her when she had aphasia. Um, that would be rather difficult to get anything of substance out of her. Um, but they interviewed her afterwards, after she's she had kind of uh, recuperated. And even then, her speech is kind of still a little bit limited. Uh, in fact, it's the most fluid um, and fluent whenever she's singing, which is really beautiful because they have a lot of scenes of her and her mother or her and like some friends all singing and kind of just reveling in the music or her and even her nurse. Um, but I think, yeah, her, her performance, uh, if one can even call it that, her story itself is so compelling. And of course, she's such a great communicator, which is also what makes the aphasia such a sad thing that she had to go through. Um, but it really ties the story together and she really makes the, the film, it's, it's really, it's her. It's her personality. Um, it's Gabby Giffords that makes this documentary so special. And it's crazy how someone can get from, like, shot from a bullet from running multiple campaigns so it's it's like a really it's a nice story and i obviously there's probably messages that she sent but if you were to pick a main message what would you think it would be it's perseverance 
um even though watching the film um was a little difficult at some times i mean her going through the relearning process the frustration all of that that comes with it it was also really empowering i think it shows us that the human spirit whenever it's set on achieving something it will definitely achieve it i mean and today if you look at her she's giving speeches lobbying for change i mean her husband was behind the chips bill that recently passed mark kelly was behind the chips bill which um is is aiming to end the microchip shortage um and have everything be made in america um both of them are, are really achieving great things together as well with giffords her organization against gun violence um it's it's also really nice because it's not bent toward one political ideology i want to just add that note there are mentions of politics um and and everything but it's really not extremely tilted and it that in in that way it's a lot like how giffords was as well in her congress career she kind of bounced between party lines um another warning is there's a bit of violence a bit of gory imagery so just to watch out for that and this was a very interesting film that i'm going to be watching this is probably one of the best documentaries i've ever heard so what is your star rating and age recommendations for this documentary so i give this documentary 5 stars out of 5 if that wasn't obvious from my effusive praise and i recommend it for ages 13 to 18 plus adults honestly if you're into politics if you're interested um if you're interested in just the, the gun debate or just want to watch a really just inspiring story it's awesome um you can it's actually it's a citizen of the cnn documentary of course on cnn um it's also available on amazon prime um and youtube for rent well thank you for taking the time to speak with me oh and theaters too all right thanks ethan <laughs> bye listening to kids first coming attractions today we'll be talking about luck 13 lives gabby giffords won't back down and 13 the musical And right now we'll be switching to Heather's review on the 13 the musical. Hi Heather, how are you doing? Good Ethan, how about you? I'm pretty good. So, what is the musical about? So, 13 the musical is about this kid, he's Jewish and he's 12 years old and it's about to be his bar mitzvah, he's about to turn 13 and it's a really big deal for him, but his life is turned completely upside down. He goes from living in New York to going to Illinois. He goes from having two parents and a happy marriage to then them being divorced and he's just trying to figure out all his problems before his bar mitzvah and he meets a lot of new friends and he gets to learn life and what it's like living in Illinois and was this from like the present or the past and this is from the present it's like based in modern day so it's yeah everything is up to date and how do you think the acting of the character was because It it sounded like a really like harsh movie so I wanted to know how the hair, like the character you know acted with this. Eli was amazing because it's you can tell the direction that they were going with this movie it was supposed to be like you're watching a Broadway show on Netflix which is a lot of fun. So the actors had to bring it all in. They were singing, dancing, acting and Eli the star of the movie he's just fantastic he is a star and you just want to see more of him and more of his character but the entire ensemble was great each person each character had their own moment to shine so it was like all of them worked together to bring the story to life and it's like you just wanted to know more and more of the characters but the acting was absolutely phenomenal and did you have uh maybe an actor you liked the most Oh, that's hard. I mean, you know, all of the every single one was so good and like 
like their their characters were so different and each one just went all in so like it kind of elevated their personalities and they all balanced each other out so well um I don't know but I gotta say I have like a really special place in my heart for Eli I really felt connected to his character his acting his performance he really deserves so much recognition for taking on this character and I also heard you met some of the uh actors or producers so how was it, you know, getting to talk to them after just watching the movie? It was really great. I got to talk to the entire cast, which is super fun. Each one was just so nice and so humble and so happy to be working on this movie, which just makes their performances even better. I was talking to Jonathan, who plays one of the characters, um, Archie, he plays Archie. And he was telling me that a couple of years ago, he was able to perform 13, the musical, in a school production or a community production. And that's like really great because he's had this long lasting love for the production. So for him to be able to just come full circle and I'll put it on Netflix is such a huge deal. And I got to talk to Deborah Messing. I loved her for years. I used to love her on the show, Will and Grace. So it was a really big deal for me to talk to her. And she was just great. Everyone was so nice. None of them disappointed. And you were saying this is kind of like how he deals with being Jewish. So was there like a message kind of showing? Well, I mean, the thing with this movie is that it talks about a lot of things, but they all tie in perfectly to the main point of being a kid, being a teenager. He's just one that happens to be Jewish and going through all these things. So it's like you, you might not relate to one aspect of his life, but you're uh, relate to another aspect of his life so it's like you just see yourself in him no matter what and but one of the big themes is just being true to yourself figuring out who you are is not a big deal just have a good life and just enjoy it as much as you can and just live your life to the fullest well I have two last questions what is your star rating and age recommendation for this film well, my star rating is five out of five stars because I just want more of this movie. I absolutely loved it. And I would give it a rating of, um, an age recommendation of 12 to 18 plus adults. It's a tremendous family film. So anyone can watch it. And where does this come out or when? It comes out August 12th on Netflix. Well, thank you for taking the time to speak with me. Of course. Thank you for having me. Let's take a break. I'm your host, Ethan Purston from the Sunshine State of Florida, and you're listening to Kids First Coming Attractions. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. To become a Kids First film critic, visit our website to find out when the next audition takes place. We hold auditions throughout the year and are always looking for kids ages 8 to 18 that love movies, love talking about movies, and love the chance to meet the talent that works on movies. We invite kids who live in or near any major city in the U.S., Canada, or the U.K. This summer, join us at our Kids First Film Critic Boot Camp at Temple University, where you can learn how to critique films, how to interview celebrities, and how to set up a home studio for next to nothing. For more info, visit www.kidsfirst.org. Think you have what it takes to become a Kids First Film Critic? Register to audition and give yourself a chance to join the entertainment business as a young entertainment reporter hurry our auditions take place the first saturday of the month via skype help us help other kids make smart decisions about the movies they choose at kids first we believe that smart kids make smart consumers 
out what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network by keeping up with us on Twitter. You can find us at Voice America TRN. You are tuned into Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Shh! Turn your phone off. Another film review or celebrity interview is coming up. Hey, welcome back. I'm your host, Ethan Person from the Sunshine State of Florida, and you're listening to Kids First Coming Attractions. Today, we'll be talking about Luck, 13 Lives, Gabby Giffords Won't Back Down, and 13 the Musical. And next up, we'll be listening to Heather's interview with cast from 13 the Musical. Hi, I'm Heather reporting for Kids First, and today I'll be speaking with Jonathan Langle and Gabriella Wolf, stars of the new film 13 the Musical. Jonathan is known for his role in theater camp, and Gabriella makes her debut in 13 the Musical. Now, let's speak with them about their new movie. Hi, Hi. guys. It's so nice to meet you. Hi, Heather. Nice to meet you. Too. Nice to meet you. Gabriella, first off, I have to say congratulations. This is your first movie. How are you feeling? Oh my gosh, I'm so excited for everyone to be able to meet Patrice. I'm so excited. I love Patrice and I love Archie as well. Jonathan, how did you work with Gabriella to bring out the best of their friendship? Yeah, I mean, when we first met each other on set and, you know, through the audition process, we really clicked right away. And, you know, I feel like, you know, we really stayed true to Archie and Patrice's characters because, you know, we're great friends in real life. We talk to each other almost every day. And, you know, she's just so talented. She has a powerhouse voice. You know, you guys you are really great. Thank you. Both are absolute stars, and I can't wait to see more of you. And Jonathan actually brought up a point about the audition process. Gabriella, can you tell me about what that was like? Yeah, it's actually really, it's a cool story because my first audition for 13 was in March of 2020, right before the pandemic. So it was my last in-person audition before everything shut down. And then in October of 2020, um, you know, I re-auditioned, everything kind of started up again, and we were doing callbacks on Zoom like this. So um, it was really cool to be doing auditions from my bedroom, just, you know, kind of winging it. And we found out in the Zoom call on February 13, funnily enough, that we booked it. And it was so exciting to see how it all unfolded on Zoom. Oh, that's amazing. And how we're back circle and we're doing our interview on zoom which is crazy yeah. it's yeah possible. exactly and 13 the musical was a musical on broadway as we all know jonathan what was it like to bring this on stage production to the small screen yeah i mean i was really glad that you know i was casting this because i was fairly familiar with 13 before because i you know i performed it at my local theater uh production and you know i didn't play archie but i was still very familiar with it um, but yeah, it was still, you know, so much fun to film. I feel like we're all such a talented group and I'm so happy and privileged to be part of this cast. Oh, that's amazing. I'm so happy that you were able to be in your production and now you're doing this on Netflix and you're spreading this story. Oh yeah, Gabri- it's coming full circle. <laughs> it literally full circle again. Gabriella, there are so many amazing scenes throughout this movie. What is one of your favorites? Favorite singer or favorite song? <laughs> whichever, whichever. Oh man, um, favorite song, that's so hard. I've, you know, I've, I've been familiar with 13. Patrice was a dream role of mine. So probably, you know, what it means to be a friend in Lane's place in the world. I would listen to those songs all the time as a kid. So yeah, I'm honored I get to sing it for a new generation of little girls. Yes. That's amazing. You guys are both role models and Jonathan, you are bringing 
representation to the disability community. How are you feeling? What do you hope that audiences take away from your performance? Yeah, I mean, I feel like it's really important and I'm so happy that Netflix cast me authentically. You know, I have been singing and acting and playing piano since I was very young. So, you know, I did all of that. And uh, yeah, it feels really good. And it's very important to me because, you know, growing up, I really didn't see any one that looks like me in film or television. So I'm really happy to be representing a whole community. I feel so privileged for that. And we are so privileged to have such amazing actors playing these amazing characters. Thank you guys so much for speaking with me and congrats on the release of 13 The Musical. Thanks Thank so you, Heather. Thank you, it was nice meeting you. Nice meeting nice you meeting too. Nice meeting you too. Bye. Thank you to Deborah Messing and Eli Golden for speaking with me. 13 The Musical begins streaming on Netflix August 12, 2022. I'm Heather reporting for Kids First and thank you so much for watching. Be sure to subscribe to our channel to get all of our newest reviews and I'll see you guys soon. Bye! You're listening to Kids First Coming Attractions. Today, we'll be talking about Luck, 13 Lives, Gabby Giffords Won't Back Down, and 13 The Musical. And right now, we're going to continue Heather's interview with cast from 13 The Musical. Hi, I'm Heather reporting for Kids First. And today, I'll be speaking with J.D. McCrary, Lindsay Blackwell, and Frankie McNellis, stars of the new movie 13 The Musical. J.D. is known for voicing Simba in the live-action Lion King film. Lindsay is recognized for her role in The Resident. Frankie is recognized for her role in Honey Girls. Now let's talk with them about their new movie. Hi guys, it's so nice to meet you. Hi. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. I absolutely love this movie. And one of the things that really captured my eye is the choreography and the dance moves and the songs. JD, what is your favorite dance number? My favorite dance number? Hmm, I would, uh, I would say Brand New You. I love that one. That one's so much fun, especially the one at the end of the film, the party. That one was just so much fun to watch, like having all of you guys together. And Lindsay, this movie has an absolutely incredibly funny cast. Do you have any <laughs> stories from set that you can share? Ooh, um, one thing about us, I feel like we were always making handshakes for some reason. Like, we had, I had a handshake with probably four people in the cast. <laughs> and I'm gonna be honest, it's been so long since I've seen them, I probably don't remember them, but the, okay, Frankie, my bad. <laughs> but, we, have, you know, we have to relearn it so we can do Yeah, we have to relearn it. Right. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's probably the one thing. <laughs> but it's so cute. I love seeing this, this friendship. And Frankie, Lucy is really spunky and sometimes she's a little bit mean, but those just make the best characters to perform. What was your favorite part about playing her? Oh, just how crazy she can get. I know there's this one scene with JD uh, where we, it's in Bad Bad News where I'm like yelling at him for looking at another girl. And I just, <laughs> it was so funny because in between takes we were dying. We were like, I can't believe I'm just like yelling at you. And no one really cares because I'm just in character. It's so funny. Mm -hmm. It's so much fun. And I think that's the best part about acting. And JD, you have a bunch of scenes with Frankie and Lindsay. How did you guys work together to bring out the best of these characters? Well, honestly, we had a lot of chemistry on, uh, on set and off set. We're actually really good friends. So it was pretty easy yeah. just to do all our scenes. 
Well, that's great. And I'm so happy that you guys can be reunited and doing this interview together. Lindsay, this movie has so many themes. What is something that you hope that audiences take away from this movie? Um, you know, I would say that, you know, it's easy to forgive. And I think with this movie, it's a lot of forgiveness that has to be given out. <laughs> but I think it's a great overall message because, you know, through life, you have to forgive some people. And in spite of yourself, especially. <laughs> that is so true. I mean, especially in this age where all these characters are and they're just growing up and learning new things. Frankie, what is something that Lucy has taught you about growing up and being friends and romances? Oh, whoa. Well, <laughs> she taught me a lot. Um, it's just important to remember that you need to always be yourself and um, think about your friends before you make full-on decisions because it's important to think about how your actions will affect others. That is so true. Lucy really does learn that and how the world doesn't revolve around one person. It's a bunch of people working together. And JD, what is something that Brett has taught you? Something that Brett has taught me. Uh, honestly, Brett is a really honorable character. And I really respect the way that he admitted his mistakes and owned up to what he did. And so he really taught me just to be able to um, be honest with people and let them know where you messed up. That's really great. I wish I had all of your characters as friends because you guys are such bright characters and I wish that I had you guys as friends. Thank you guys so much for speaking with me and I've Aww. had an excellent time. Thank you. Thank you. All righty guys. Bye. Bye. Kick my best <laughs> These are fun. Yeah. This is fun. Okay. Thank you so much to JD McCrary, Lindsay Blackwell, and Frankie McNellis for speaking with me about 13 the Musical, which begins streaming on Netflix August 12, 2022. I'm Heather reporting for Kids First, and thank you so much for watching. Be sure to subscribe to our channel to get all of our newest reviews, and I'll see you guys soon. Bye. Let's take a break. I'm your host, Ethan Person from the Sunshine State of Florida, and you're listening to Kids First Coming Attractions. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. To become a Kids First film critic, visit our website to find out when the next audition takes place. We hold auditions throughout the year and are always looking for kids ages 8 to 18 that love movies, love talking about movies, and love the chance to meet the talent that works on movies. We invite kids who live in or near any major city in the U.S., Canada, or the U.K. This summer, join us at our Kids First Film Critic Boot Camp at Temple University, where you can learn how to critique films, how to interview celebrities, and how to set up a home studio for next to nothing. For more info, visit www.kidsfirst.org. Think you have what it takes to become a Kids First Film Critic? Register to audition and give yourself a chance to join the entertainment business as a young entertainment reporter hurry our auditions take place the first saturday of the month via skype help us help other kids make smart decisions about the movies they choose at kids first we believe that smart kids make smart consumers find out what's happening on the voice america talk radio network by keeping up with us on twitter you can find us at voice america trn 
are tuned into Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Shh! Turn your phone off. Another film review or celebrity interview is coming up. Hey, welcome back. I'm your host, Ethan Person from the Sunshine State of Florida, and you're listening to Kids First Coming Attractions. Today, we'll be talking about Luck, 13 Lives, Gabby Giffords Won't Back Down, and 13 the Musical. And right now, we're going to continue listening to Heather's interview with Cash from 13 the Musical. Hi, I'm Heather, a party for Kids First, and today I'll be speaking with Deborah Messing and Eli Golden, stars of the new film 13 the Musical. Hi, it is so nice to meet the both of you. Hi there, so good to meet you as well. I am such a huge fan of you guys and this movie. Eli, you are a triple threat. You can sing, dance, and act. What is it like using all of your talents in this movie? I think it's a very full circle moment for me because I've always, I've really loved being able to know move and dance. I really love being able to sing. I love to be able to act. So I, I found it super, 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 super special for me to be able to do this. You were a shining star. I can't wait to see more of you in this role. It's perfect for you. And Miss Mess Jessica is like a really tough cookie. I love her so much. What was your favorite part about playing her? Um, I I think uh, the fact that it was uh, really honest, it's an honest portrayal of the relationship between a mom and a kid who's becoming a teenager. And, you know, playing the three of us in that house um, was really, really fun. The three generations. I had so much fun watching you guys. You guys are just like, the chemistry was perfect. Eli, what was it like working with Deborah and just bring out the best of these characters? It, it was amazing because I learned something new every single time. And um, Rhea is amazing and Peter is amazing. They are all so amazing. And I, it was such a pleasure for me to work with them because I, I found it so important that I needed to, I, I've learned my craft so much better because of them. That's amazing. I mean, it was like an, a real life masterclass, Miss Messing. You're just like, I'm a huge fan of you. I, I love watching you work. So I just, I really want to know what was your favorite scene in this movie and what was something that you enjoyed the most from filming? Um, I, I guess my, my favorite scene was our song together. It was my very first day of shooting and it sort of established our relationship and the intimacy between us. And, you know, I think that sort of everything came from that. Um, I thought, I thought, uh, well, I mean, the, the, bar, the bar mitzvah, I have to say, is probably my favorite. I was really crying nonstop for like four hours. That wasn't acting. <laughs> I, was, I was looking at these kids singing to me, and I just could not keep it together. Um, yeah, so there were, you know, you can't pick a favorite. I agree with you on that. The bar mitzvah was my favorite. It was like watching these stars just shine, Eli. What was it like bringing this Broadway production to the small screen? I, it was, it was really fun because I've, I've always loved Broadway. I've always loved um, musical theater and being able to really take something from musical theater and put into where I really stand in my craft. I love doing that because that was so special for me. That's amazing. And it's such an honor to have actors who really love what they do because then we see it in their performance. Mm -hmm. And I just want to say thank you guys so much. And Miss Messing, I'm a huge fan. I used to love Will and Grace. Oh, and thank you. My, my parents would be really upset if I didn't mention that. So I just had to say that. And <laughs> thank you. 
Eli, you're a star. And thank you guys thank so much you. for being with me. Thank you. Thank you. Bye, Heather. Thank you so very much. Bye. Bye. Thank you to Deborah Messing and Eli Golden for speaking with me. 13 The Musical begins streaming on Netflix August 12, 2022. You're listening to Kids First Coming Attractions. Today, we'll be talking about Luck, 13 Lives, Gabby Giffords Won't Back Down, and 13 The Musical. And right now, we're going to switch over to Natalia's interview with cast from 13 The Musical. Hello, everyone. I am Natalia Jackson with Kids First. And today, I'm speaking with Netflix's breakout teen star on 13, The Musical. Lindsay Blackwell. Well, first and foremost, what are you most excited for for viewers to see in 13, the musical? I'm most excited for viewers to see the, uh, the great amount of friendship and forgiveness that's shown in the movie. You know, it has a lot of life lessons for kids and parents and, you know, best friends, whatever, whatever it may be, you know. But I'm just super excited for everyone to see the, the messages that the movie holds. That is true. You know, this film, I had the lucky chance to view it firsthand before it even comes out. It was a pretty awesome, honorable experience. And I truly did love this film. I feel like one of the most things that I grasped from it was the fact that Eli Goldman, um, who plays Evan, you know, his character is in a kind of in a stuck situation. And everyone around him is, is it's like throwing different things at them. And it's the way that you guys react to it that really makes it valuable and the message does pop out. So that is a great answer. And to continue, what did portraying the role of Kendra mean to you? When I first got the role of Kendra, I immediately connected to her. I felt like I was Kendra when I first got the audition. And, you know, whether it's traits or how she was raised, like it's a lot of similarities. Um, so when I first got it, I was just, you know, just playing her was actually like, playing myself, which it was kind of easy to kind of get into the role and connect and everything else. Well, I'm sure that is definitely a plus side, one of the plus sides to just being a part of this musical. And following that, what were the most challenging things about um, doing anything special to prepare for your role in 13 the musical? I'm sure it took a lot of time and dedication to prepare for the dances, the singing, and, yeah. and just easily rolling into the dance numbers after having, you know, like a, a full on conversation with someone, I'm sure a lot of preparation came into that. Do you have anything special to prepare for in your role? Um, well, for this one, like I said, we, it was kind of easy for me to get into the character of Kendra, but we had two months of rehearsals to prep the music and the dancing and everything else. So prepping for that, you know, we had rehearsals with the music team and all of the other cast members and, mm -hmm you know, they gave us ample time to, you know, get into our characters and bring our own kind of flair to the role when, whether it's in our singing or dancing. But um, yeah, it was, it was a smooth process. I'll say that. <laughs> well, just as smooth as I, as you guys danced. I mean, it was, it was very awesome to see how you guys all were coordinated. Um, the songs are amazing. You know, we'll all get that on a full on playlist to listen to whenever we're bored. So that's even better. Um, a lot of plus sides to this film. And one of the most things that I think was the most valuable thing of this film was it definitely shines light on inclusivity. And mm -hmm. I think it's very important. So why would you say inclusivity is important to represent in TV shows and film, especially for kids? Because I feel like there's not a lot of representation for young viewers to see um, and kind of open their eyes to that perspective inside of the world. Yeah, I totally agree with you. It's not a whole lot of representation for kids to see themselves on the screen, you know, seeing someone who looks like them or has the same personality traits as them. But I think for kids watching movies and TV shows, whatever it may be, it's 
encouraging to see, you know, see, you know, how you are or yeah. just see all of those things on the screen. And inclusivity is definitely an important thing for TV shows and movies to have. Yes, and I, I think that's what um, really made this show stand out. Um, this film, when I first watched it, you know, Evan, he's going through challenges of being a young Jewish boy, and especially um, what goes on in the next following scenes, not giving much away, but <laughs> we both know what we're talking about, having this new yeah. environment. We'll say new environment. Kind of, that shouldn't give away too much. <laughs> it kind of just, you know, it, it puts him in a tough situation, and, and especially your character is so opening and so caring, and and no matter what group you're a part of, you always, you know, spreads kindness to the other one. So that's very wonderful of your character. I think your character is someone young kids can look up to. So that's wonderful. And Thank the you. cast of this, um, you're welcome. And the cast of this is such a talented group of performers, including, you know, Deborah Messing, uh, Rhea Perlman, and Josh Peck. I mean, big names on this film. Do you have any fun memories that you can share from your on or off set? Oh yeah, I have so many memories. You know, we were in Canada filming or in Canada for five months and we filmed for three months. And you know, when I first met the cast, we clicked instantly. And it was like, I had known them forever and we were, we've been friends forever. But um, I actually had my 15th birthday while filming 13 and the cast threw me like a party and on set they had like snacks and you know, they sang happy birthday. Like it was just an amazing experience. And, you know, seeing how we're all like family, like every memory I have with them is, you know, equally as important to me because they're just my family. It feels like, you know. <laughs> well, that is wonderful. I'm sure that big 15 bash was just as amazing. I'm 13, the musical. You, you guys probably even did a dance number. Who knows what went on? <laughs> birthday party but that is wonderful it's really heartwarming and it, it makes it easy on your job you know when you connect with your fellow yeah. castmates and and the crew especially I mean I'm sure you guys had so much fun and you know speaking of fun why don't you choose a song from the musical and describe what you like best about it mm. oh, I know God. there's a lot of good options <laughs> I have to say I was jammed sometimes yeah. I would even go back just to listen to the song again because you know when you're listening to good music and you don't hear the lyrics, you got to replay it just to mm -hmm. hear it again. So sometimes I did that a couple times. It was pretty fun. Yeah. Um, ooh, I would say the song that was most fun for me was Brand New You at the end of the movie. And, you know, coupled with the amazing dance number that it has, it was actually, you know, filming that felt like a party. And, <laughs> you know, it was one of our last days of filming as a group, which also made it it was kind of bittersweet, but it was also an amazing moment for all of us to experience. But, you know, doing the repeat dancing and hyping each other up and all this other stuff was a lot of fun. Mm -hmm. Wow. Well, I can surely agree that that was an amazing song, an amazing dance number. And overall, it really ended um, the film on a heartwarming note. It kind of is kind of like a, a nice conclusion, kind of like a deep breath, like, all good. <laughs> now, it was, it was yeah. a pretty I mean, a lot happened, so it, it was a really fun moment. And lastly, what impact do you hope this film will have on audiences? That's a really good question. Um, you know, I hope that viewers take away, you know, that, like I said, friendship is important and forgiveness is important. I think forgiveness is a huge part of the movie. A lot of characters, you know, have that inner, inner tug with themselves on whether or not to forgive. Um, but I think that you know, this movie is just, 
I think it's one of a kind, you know, it shows kids who are talented and, you know, their characters have a strong head on their shoulders. And it's, you know, like you said, it, it should be able to show like role models and hold the impact with kids that they, you know, they have characters to look up to mm -hmm. and moments that they can remember and laugh about. But um, yeah, I just think this movie is, is one of a kind, yeah. <laughs> Well, that's a good way to put it. Um, it definitely is. And I think everyone should definitely check it out. It's going to be coming out very soon, August 12th, 2022, this year on Netflix. Yes. Thank you so much, Lindsay Blackwell, for speaking with me on 13, the musical. Of course. Thanks so much for joining us. You've been listening to Kids First Coming Attractions. To watch our latest reviews of the latest films, DVDs, TV shows, music, and apps, and to learn how you can join our Kids First film critics team, go to www.kidsfirst.org. Be sure to check out our YouTube channel and look for reviews on Press4Kids, kidsworld.com, and Kidsville News. This show is produced by the Coalition for Quality Children's Media for Voice America and iHeartRadio. I'm your host, Ethan Purston from the Sunshine State of Florida, reporting for Kids First, signing off. Goodbye. again for tuning in to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Now, you know more which movies, TV shows, or digital media to look for, or learned about the talent that worked on or off camera on them, and can make informed decisions about what to watch. Be sure to subscribe to our channel so you don't miss an episode, and tune in again next week. <laughs>